Hey guys, I am back and we are discussing such a wonderful topic, um, offense. Uh, you know, basically I named the topic uh, dealing with offense, but the truth is, is that we don't deal with it. We kill that thing at the root, you know, offense is a very dangerous um uh, it's very dangerous to deal with, uh, basically not to deal with, but it's very dangerous thing to partner with. You know, you don't want to, um, have offense in you and you certainly don't want to be overcome by offense because what it does is it clouds your judgment. You know, it's not wise to, um, really just babysit that, that, cause it is a spirit. It is a demon. And so we don't want to, um, we don't want to really um, tolerate offense. It's really important to have a low tolerance of offense uh, because offense can cloud your judgment. Offense can have you praying amiss. It can have you praying haphazardly. You know, when you are praying, the goal is is to um, the goal is is to uh, hit the target. If you are offended by someone, you can very miss the root. You can you won't you can miss the target. You can miss exactly what it is. Um, what's the reasoning behind the person, right? And this is very important as a wife because it can be it can get, it's easy to get offended by somebody who you love, right? And so it's very easy to get offended by your spouse. And so I feel like I just jumped right into it, but it's okay because this is so important. It's so easy to get offended by your spouse. It's so easy to get offended by somebody um by somebody that um you love. And so when you're offended, it truly clouds your judgment. Um it 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 harbors bitterness and that dangerous, the most dangerous, which is unforgiveness. And the last thing you want is unforgiveness. Um it can actually act as a shield, um, really blocking you from truly understanding where that person's heart is at, what they're trying to say. Um, you could be praying for something, but the spirit of offense would not allow you to see that. You could be a praying for something for changes within your spouse, but the spirit of, of, of offense would not allow you to see that change. Um, one thing the Bible says, it talks about Lot's wife, right? Um, and so you don't want to be like Lot's wife looking back and the spirit of offense will cause you to look back. I kind of jumped into it because that's how dangerous that demon is, right? You don't want to deal, you don't want, you want to really, really tackle that thing. And so we go into, um, I really want to look at Philippians chapter one, verse 10, Philippians chapter one, verse 10. Once again, I typically always go to the new King James version, unless otherwise noted. Um, but it says that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Right. And so also Romans 14, chapter 14, verse 20, do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for the man who eats with offense. Okay. So it's important that we do, we're not offended. It, it, it's actually biblical. You know, the, the, the Bible um, gives us strict, strict instructions uh, about being, about not being offended. All right. And so I think it's important that we talk about that because like I said, it can be very easy to get offended. Now it could be as easy, obviously is way easier said than done way easier said than done. Do you know how easy it is to tell someone don't be offended versus the person that's actually in the situation? So what does that look like? That looks like me telling you, you know, don't be offended. Although your, um, your spouse, 
um, you told your spouse you was making a celebratory dinner and he comes home and orders pizza. Not being not writing. It, yes, it does not. You're not you're not a robot. So, yes, that could hurt. But there's a difference between you being hurt and just allowing the spirit of offense to take over. Now, how do you allow the spirit of offense to take over? One of the ways to allow the spirit of offense to take over is truly by not forgiving and not giving it to God. You know, um, the last week we discussed the importance of having a relationship with God. See, when you have a relationship with God, one of the benefits that you have is you can tell him everything that's on your heart. That does not mean you're telling on somebody, but it does mean that you're reconciling that issue with God so that the enemy cannot use it as an open door to attack you and to open you for bitterness. Right. That's what it means. Um, I remember I, I spoke about. I spoke about, um, I believe it was the second episode, and I spoke about Moses. Um, and I think we may be touching on a, a fence maybe a, quite a few times this season because a lot of women, a lot of wives struggle with offense. They struggle with bitterness. Yes, it's justifiable. Yes, there are reasons why it happened, right? But it does not excuse the fact that you have to get rid of that spirit. I'm really just because it's almost like if you're holding on to a fence, it's like you're you're having a demon and you're like, this is my best friend. You're like being best friends with this demon. And that's not OK. The Bible says that we have to forgive one another. The Bible says. And, and so if you allow, and so what happens is if you allow that spirit of unforgiveness to fester, it becomes offense. And offense means that now you cannot get corrected. And now what happens if somebody you have a pastor who needs to sit with you, who needs to speak with you, and they give you a rebuke, and now you're offended, right? So now you can't even get the teaching, and so now you've become unteachable. Do you see how dangerous the spirit operates? And so, but the beauty of it is I'm not here to exalt it. I'm just here to let you know we cannot be ignorant of the enemy devices. And so it's very important that we take heed to this, and it's very important that we truly don't, that we don't tolerate the spirit, and that we um, lay acts at the root. Do you get it? One of the ways to resist, right? Because remember, the Bible says, resist the devil and he must flee, right? Resist the devil and he must flee. One of the ways is recognize it is not, specifically if it is a person that's offending you, it is not the person, it is the spirit. Remember my testimony in the episode, if you have not watched it, um, uh, what was the name of the episode? I believe it was, um, why did I take a break or something like that? I told you that the person... I could say the person said something to me and it hit me in a low place, but I had to come to the realization it was not the person, it was the spirit. And so I want to go to Ephesians chapter six, verse 12. So in Ephesians six, verse 12, it says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So we are not wrestling with flesh and blood. We're not wrestling with one way to look at it is God's sons and daughters. Right. But we are not tolerating the spirit. Right. And so the best way is if somebody, if, 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 for instance, your husband, your spouse offends you. If he says something that is that if he says something, if you tell if the Lord has given you a, an instruction. Right. And say, hey, we have to eat plant. This is plant based for a week. And he's like, absolutely not. You don't know what you're talking about. That's stupid. That doesn't sound right. We're eating beef. I'm buying steak. I don't care what you say. 
It is easy to get offended, but that is not the time to do that. You're not wrestling against him. How easy would it be to argue with him and get nowhere? But the, but what you do is you go into your prayer closet and you begin to wrestle with those principalities, with those evil powers, with those demons. You begin to bind the, the strong men of rebellion off of him. You begin to bind folly, right? And use it all in the name of Jesus, right? That is how you battle it. It's because you're not, you have to separate the person from the spirit. One of the best advice anybody has ever gave is said, your husband, your spouse is not your enemy. The enemy is the enemy. I don't care what it looks like. The, the devil is a devil. Your, per, the, your spouse is flesh and blood. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? You have to make, you have to learn to resist the best way to resist. I, what I love about the Holy Spirit is the order of these episodes is because before we even got to speaking about offense, right? The week before that, we talked about the relationship with God and how important that is because the only way to battle this is with the relationship. You have to be, you have to have that space to be able to cry out to your father. Yes, it's, yes, it's okay to have wise counsel. You know, you have friends you can cry out to, but even your friends are human. Sometimes we, put, we make the wrong decision of putting them in a bad predicament where they're now choosing sides or putting them in a predicament when they're looking at you wrong or your spouse wrong if they're not called to be that. And so it's important that go, but first, first and foremost, that you go to God. It's very important to deal with that demon of offense, that you may go into the, your prayer closet offended, but you will leave out feeling peace and knowing that God is doing a thing and you are hitting that target, whatever it is that's trying to operate through your spouse, operate through a coworker, a family worker, whoever's trying to come against you, you are laying axe to the root and you are firing that demon up. Do you understand what I'm saying? One thing, another way is you have to forgive. You have to forgive. I cannot stress this enough. Please, if you haven't, there was an episode um, I had in season one. It was, but it was like the power. It was about forgiveness. You have to forgive your spouse. It just is what it is. You have to forgive your spouse, right? And so we go to Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 to 22. And it said, then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him up to seven times. Jesus said to him, I do say to you up to seven. I do not say to you, excuse me, up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. So what does that mean? You, I don't care what he's done. I don't care if it's a repeated offense. You forgive him so that you, the, the, the goal is, is to number one, be in right standing with God is no longer about him or is no longer, no longer about whoever it is that's committing offenses, but it is about to be in right standing with God. And number two is so that you can be able to hear God soberly and you are not hearing through the lens of offense. Because offense doesn't just stay here. Get this. It doesn't just stay with that one person. It will transfer over if not dealt with into other relationships because it's not, it's a spirit. You get it? That is open through the doors of bitterness, um, um, unforgiveness, and so many other things. So I just want you to take heed to that. All right. Um, you have to keep your eyes on God. I remember this woman of God, she told this story and she said, um, she said, um, she said, uh, what did she say? She said, if you're, if, if you are still feeling offended, you're too low. 
You got to come higher. What does that mean? You sometimes, you know, listen, if you're new to God, hey, I get it. You know, keep going. Keep spending time with your father. This is beautiful. But I'm talking about if you are in a, you got to come higher. Um, one thing my pastor said, he said, if you are feeling away, if you're feeling offended, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling angry, you stay in prayer until it leaves. You have to. You have. And because what that causes you to do is get you're going higher. The, the a sign that you're not high enough is that 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 spirit of offense is still hitting you. And so this not to condemn, but it is to say to make sure that you are that you are focusing on the Lord and that you are going higher with God. All right. Another way is to speak the word of God concerning your life alongside of affirmations. Right. And so let's say somebody offended you um, by calling you ugly. That is an offended that is highly offensive and is disrespectful and is really rude and it's mean and it's hurtful. Right. What do you do? Number one, you do forgive the person. It's very important. And two. You go into prayer and you do not leave until you feel better. And then going forth, now you are now you must speak the will of God and you have to condemn those word curses. One thing I didn't talk too much about during the episode of my testimony is word curses, because what happens is those word curses can linger in the air. And if you're not and if you don't deal with them, it can just stay there. Right. So let's say someone calls you ugly every day. You are speaking um, the will of God over you're speaking the word of God. You're saying that I am beautiful. Right. And you're using the scripture. This is just an example. I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are his works that my soul knows very well. And you will say this over and over until it is planted in your soul. And so what this is doing, you're not even worried about that offense. You're so confident and planted. Remember that word planted and who God has called you. And then you're also using, remember, the word is like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. And so now you are using the hand, the word as a hammer, breaking the rock in pieces. And you are can't and you are casting down those word curses um, by overpowering it with the mighty most um, mighty potent powerful living word of god okay and then here's a big thing when you have i i this is something i'm learning guys take enjoy and rejoice in those small even though it really is really not small but sometimes we can consider it small those small wins if something that used to offend you no longer offends you you better rejoice because guess what? You didn't resist the devil and now he had no, he has no choice but to flee. You better rejoice. Take pleasure in knowing that God is doing a marvelous work in you and that the devil cannot stop it. Take pleasure in that. Okay. So for the women who, you know, I, I believe I want to get on, um, may go on live or clubhouse because this is such a, I can go, we can go and talk and talk for hours about this because offense is so dangerous and it has caused many people in the body of Christ to leave churches um, that, that, that God has ordained for them to dishonor and disrespect other men and women of God to try to cause a, to, to shut the mouths of prophets because they're offended instead of really allowing the Lord to, to, to do a good work in them. Remember the Lord loves 
the Lord chastises whom he loves. So, but if you're filled with offense, you can't even handle the rebuke or the correction because you're so offended. Like how dare someone speak to me that way or tell me something when you're so full, you're so worried about, you're so worried about the, the way that the, 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 the message was given to you. You not focus on the, on the fact that this is able to save your soul. You understand it trickles down, it trickles over. Um, and so another thing is really once again, spending time with God, because you know, this can also be rooted in childhood trauma triggers that may have happened that sparked this. And so and so this is not, you know, a long message, but I pray that this encourages you. Don't allow the spirit of offense to, to fester in you. It is foul. It is nasty. Um, it, it hurts. It is a, it, it hurts. It does not feel good. But the best way to do it is keep your eyes fixated on God. Focus on the business that God has given you. Focus on your gifts. Stay in a place of thanksgiving. Stay in a place of gratitude. Focus on the beauty that God is doing. Rejoice and praise the Lord. Be a good steward over what God is giving you. If your husband, if your spouse, if you are a husband and it is your wife who has been offending you, pray for them. You know, a lot of times we like to pray against them. Pray for them. You don't know what projections and what things they are battling with and they don't they may not even understand what they're doing. Pray for them. You'll be surprised what the Lord will reveal to you. One thing my pastor said to me, and it's a game changer. He said, some of y'all are so mad at your spouses, not even knowing that the reason why they're acting like that is because of the witchcraft that is coming from your family, your own family. Imagine you're mad at your spouse, ready to divorce him, not even knowing that there is some somebody somewhere in your 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 bloodline who's sending curses to the people in your family. So whether you divorce him or not, the next person will be doing the same thing. See, when you go before God and you are sober, you're not so focused on the actions. Yes, it hurts. I'm not taking that away from you. But that's why I say you stay in your prayer closet until that thing lifts off of you and you pray and you praise. One thing my friend told me, she said, sometimes you just got to keep saying the name Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, you got to just speak in tongues, whatever you have to do until that thing lifts so that you can see and hear everything so soberly and clearly. And so right now, I just want to pray because I'm so thankful and I'm fired up because this is a game changer, y'all. You have to understand. Remember, we talked about Moses's wife. If Zipporah was so filled with offense, how would she have been able to see that a verdict was about to go out to kill her husband? Her husband was about to die because of a verdict. But if she but because she was sober, she was able to see ahead. See, the enemy tries to block our 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 our, our sight because and fill us with offense. You get it? And so right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray in the name of Jesus that everyone under the sound of my voice, Father God, that, that, that you will begin to, Holy Spirit, that you will begin to prick them and show them where they are offended. I pray that they will not babysit the spirit, but they will cast it down. Father, I take every thought I take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ in the name of Jesus. Father, I bind up the spirit of offense right now in the name of Jesus, God. I pray that you will turn every heart of stone to a heart of flesh, God. I pray that you remove every scale and veil that is on the, the eyes and the, the ears of the hearts in the hearts of your children so that they may hear you soberly. I pray, Father God, that they will not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the evil of this evil of this world, the evil. 
Father, I pray that you do a good thing, a good and new thing, Lord. I pray that you will restore the marriages that has been filled and, and, and just ridden and plagued with um with offense. Restore the relationships that has been plagued with offense. Father, anything that they have missed, Father God, because of offense, I pray that you will have mercy on them, God, and restore it back onto them, that they may truly get what it is that you're trying to do with them, God. I pray that they will not be offended by the process, offended by the correction, offended by the teachings, offended by who is the one that is teaching it. I come against the spirit of pride right now and I ask you, Abba Father, to do a good work in them in the mighty name of Jesus, God. I pray, Lord, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven for each one under the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus, God. Have your way and do a great thing, God. You who are merciful, you who are gracious, Father. Father God, I pray, God, that you will enter. Father, I pray that you will intercede and intervene on behalf of everyone and deal with that spirit of offense right now. Father, cause your saints, Father, cause your people, cause your children, Father, as we are in the end time to be true warriors, not plagued by by emotions and feelings and demons of offense, but that we will begin to cast down wicked imaginations. I cast down every wicked imagination and every high thing that has exalted itself against the knowledge of God right now in the name of Jesus. I pull down every stronghold that limits your people from hearing you clearly in the name of Jesus, God. Father, do a good thing and I come against that spirit of jealousy. Father God, that demon of jealousy and, and, and self-righteousness in the name of Jesus that will cause people to be offended by whom is given the word, that will cause people to look down on whom is given the word in the name of Jesus, Father God. Put the hook through the nose of every of the Leviathan now, Father, for the sake of the souls, God. Do a good, merciful thing in the name of Jesus, God. I thank you for answered praise and we rejoice knowing that it is so. God, we plead the blood of Jesus over this prayer in Jesus' name amen now i'm so happy and so with the spirit of offense right it is so easy for it to tackle onto somebody it could truly mess your life up but you have but as a believer as a born again as someone who has accepted jesus christ as their lord and savior you have the kingdom of advantage because we're not ruled by sin we can easily cast it down in the name of jesus we can easily bind it in the name of jesus we can easily send it to the abyss in the name of jesus right but if you're not a believer, if you're not born again, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you may have um, left Jesus and gone on to some dark arts, this, this this is not for you. You don't have that advantage and this doesn't apply. However, I come with good news by the grace of God to through the power of the Holy Ghost to tell you that today is the day that you can change that. You can say a prayer with me right now and, and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you too can be on the winning side. And so if you choose, would you like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? If you choose to, I would love to say a prayer with you right now. I would love to say a prayer with you right now to um, really to just and, and to, to, to bring you on that side. Your father in heaven is waiting for you. He's excited for you. And he's been waiting for this day. He yearns for you and he has been waiting for you. I don't care what it is that you've done. I don't care what you've done. I don't care. You want to understand what I'm talking about? Take a take a chance and read Luke 15. There is nothing that you've done. The Lord has been waiting for you. He just he doesn't care how many has already been saved. He still yearns for you. And so if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and say it savior i want you to say this prayer and repeat after me lord jesus 
I admit I am a sinner. I need and want your forgiveness. I accept your death as the penalty for my sin and recognize that your mercy and grace is a gift you offer to me because of your great love, not based on anything I have done. Cleanse me and make me your child. By faith, I receive you into my heart as the son of God and as savior and Lord of my life. I believe you are the one that died on the cross for my sins and was raised from the dead as a guarantee of my own resurrection. From now on, help me live for you with you in control. In your precious name, Jesus, amen. And so this is the best news you could have ever done. Heaven is rejoicing for you. Heaven is happy. And so if you pray this prayer, please, you can email me at wifelywisdom1 at gmail.com. That's wifelywisdom, the number, the numerical one at gmail.com. Or you can um, DM me on Instagram. Once again, it's wifelywisdom1, the number one. And so I would love to chat with you or connect with you. And just to really get you help us get started on this beautiful journey, all you had to do is to say this prayer Understand the Lord is running to you. And so God bless you. And I can't wait to speak to you soon. Bye.